Hey, to all my loyal listeners out there, I just wanted to uh, really drop this in your ear on a Sunday morning if you're listening to it when it just uh, came live. If not, it's still very relevant to you, and it's going to be a short one. I just wanted to say thank you for all, for being a loyal listener. It really means a lot to me. I'm coming upon uh, our eighth year now, and uh, if you've been a loyal listener for a long time or a short time, you have realized things have changed in the last year or two, and that's been on purpose. Uh, Sarah Nicholas and I, uh, she joined us about three years ago, and she's a brilliant mind. She's very dedicated to independent agents. She comes with a master's degree, and it's incredible the talents that she does. A lot of the artwork that you see, a lot of the website design that you see, and you don't see behind the scenes, but we have six full-time employees, and she manages them in a so an efficient way, so much respect for her. And it's one of the reasons why we are where we are. But we are where we are for the main reason is you. I appreciate you sharing this. I appreciate you being a true supporter, as I call you, a loyal listener. You're greatly, greatly appreciated. And I just wanted to take this Sunday morning to let you know that. And I want to share one thing with you. It's uh, probably something that uh, if you guys are readers, you've read that I've read this uh, a year or so ago. And um, or I read, I wrote this, excuse me, a year or so ago, and I wanted to take just a second to read it again. And uh, there's some of you that have never heard it, and it was a publication by Paradiso um, Insurance, The Last Agent Standing, which you should check out as well if you go to Paradiso Presents. I know that you, uh, .com, I know that you can find it there. It's a magazine that uh, Chris Paradiso puts out, and he takes all of the money and donates it to a uh, charity that he has raised thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars for because that's special to his heart. And we are special to uh, Chris's heart, so appreciate everything you do there. But this is called The Three Little Lies That Hide the Big Truths of Insurance. And if you've heard this before, I encourage you to listen to it again because I think there's things you can listen and you can learn from listening. I love the insurance industry and just about everything that comes with it. I love learning as I navigate the unknown success and failures of my own business, not to mention being able to share them with you through my weekly podcast. I spend serious time thinking about the success of my own business and how this relates to your success. And more than anything, About Me loves telling you what I have found and how it's made me it might change my book of business and change my agency or looked at, helped me look at the industry differently. If you know me, I love to challenge the norms. Those who have challenged the world in the unique way is something I thrive to learn and base my business and life on. With that said, let's face it, this business is hard. It's demanding, it's not always fair, and it's not always right. What's tough is knowing what is right and what is fair. But here is what I have found to be a constant truism. Our biggest enemy is ourselves, and if we don't recognize this, the business will be harder than it needs to be. So while there are many truths in the insurance industry and many lies we conceive ourselves, I want to discuss three that I think will help you once you accept them. I've learned these personally in my own business and recognized them has changed my agency for the better. And I've also witnessed other agencies who've heard the lies yet refuse to believe them. And I have found that they operate, their agency is something 
that most of all of us would find great success and satisfaction in. They have found the truths of insurance. Number one, flexible schedule. Number two, financial freedom. Number three, community leader and contributor. Number four, empire builder. And number five, mentorship. So here, in my opinion, are three lies that have told us and have been told of us and that many of us believe that keep the insurance truths from being our reality. Here they are. Lie number one. We're here to help people. Yes, you are, but the client is not who you're trying to help. As an agency owner, your concern is and always be your team. We all say that our employees are our greatest asset. A few of us treat them that way. Here's the way to think about this. Your role and responsibility to the business and your team. That's your role. Your team's role and responsibility is to the client. And the client's role, yes, they have one. It's to purchase insurance and pay the bills. See how that flows? Working on your business and not in it. I know you've heard that before from consultants or other agents. But when pressed for a meaning, they really have a hard time giving the details. But really what I've laid out above is it in action. Your role is to make sure that your team has the tools, the process, the workflows, and the technology to get the job done by creating a customer experience tailored to the client. But it doesn't end there. Now that we know our roles, while in those roles, how do we make decisions? Because the decisions you make daily fall to your team to carry out. And if not carried out well, the clients will stop paying the bills, making decisions. Now decisions need to be made and guidelines need to be created for how you and the team are going to make decisions. Have you ever thought about this for real? Like, how are we going to make decisions? Many agencies say we treat our customers the way they want to be treated or the way I would want to be treated. And well, guess what? That's terrible. If you have five employees and a thousand clients, you have thousands of different decisions that are being made and people are being treated differently. To do this properly, you need a filter that you can feed ideas or problems into to make sound decisions for the business. This filter is the same always. Here's what it looks like in our agency at the Insurance Alliance. Number one, is it legal? Number two, is it ethical? Number three, is it in the best interest of the team? Does it make financial sense? Does it make financial sense to the agency? As an agency owner and as a team, this is the filter that we use to make sound decisions in our business. It's constant and never changing. It gives you a static foundation and a dynamic business world. Keep that in mind. It gives you a static foundation in a dynamic business world. Here's an example to tie all this together. As we begin to filter the process, the workflows, the finances, the technology, and the other things through the filter, here is an example that was a huge shift in our agency. We noticed that when we started looking at book, the service it required, we noticed that most of the frustration to the team and the whole organization was the type of client we were writing. This certain segment of clients were the ones who called all the time, never received their bill, even though everyone else received theirs. They messed up the finance team because they never paid their bills on time. You know this crowd, right? So it seems simple that you would just eliminate those people, right? 
You know that as an owner, as an agent, that's not really simple. It's really not. Firing a client is not easy. And when a prospect that may not fit your experience calls in for a quote, it's hard to say no to that opportunity. I get it. But remember the filter, the static, the true unbiased constant that set the rules before this situation arose. Yep, that one. So let's push the button of the client through this filter. Is it legal to write this type of client? Sure. Is it ethical to write this type of client? Sure, not even a question. Is it good for the team to write this type of client? Mm, No. Then there it is. Then that means we don't write this type of client. Less stress, less hassle, ability to concentrate on those who don't cause issues, more money, but most importantly, more important than anything, it gives your team a voice. It gives them hope. It lets them know that they know how to say no, and it's what's good or bad for the agency is a decision they now get to make. The day of making decisions based on what side of the bed the owner or the manager woke up on is over. That filter is for your business. It's for your team. Remember, the people you are supposed to help. Yep, those ones. Your assets. Lie number two. The more companies you have, the more people we can help and the more money we can make. Figuratively, that is true, but in practice, it's an absolute lie. Most of us think and believe that we need more companies because there are many different types of client with each a unique risk in their life. We believe that since we are in business to help people, please see above, we need to have a broad spectrum of companies that gives us and our clients many options. This thinking is silly as a podiatrist performing heart surgery because she is a doctor. First key is that this is not true is that if you give more options to somebody, they are less likely to choose one. That someone who is getting options is you, the agency owner, not the client. With many types of options, you as an agency owner will choose neither or create stress as you choose who you are. What does that mean? You need to and should start with who you are as an agency. I hear a lot of agencies say, We do business the way the client wants to do business. See, this is the first mistake because this is actually impossible and here are some of the symptoms. Crazy, stressed out staff, low net profit, companies on you for business, high turnover. What's that mean? More than one a year per every 10 employees. High expenses, no process or consistencies, balls being dropped and things being missed, not giving the correct advice to the client, inconsistent customer experience. So if your agency is like those, you might be believing this lie. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. So what do we do? 
A successful agency looks at who they are and the type of client they want to serve, and then they match the services and experience to that type of client. Then you are servicing the client the way they want to be treated, and best of all, your staff know how to deliver it in the best possible way. When your staff is clear on the service expected to be offered, their stress is less. When the client knows that you know their business or personal life, it creates less friction and an experience you provide them because you have chosen them, and that's a great feeling. Another reason why this is bad is the more companies you have, the less money you actually make. I'm serious. Yes, you read that right. The more companies, the less money. The less companies, the more you make. And if you're listening to the podcast, you heard that right. Why and how is this so? Great question. And I'm glad you asked. And here's the answer in one word. If you've been a long-time loyal listener, you've heard this word before. Proto-fishing. I know you have no idea what that means. Because that's not even a word. It's actually a combination of productive and efficient. It's a word I made up and gave definition to. And here's how you break it down. Efficient is doing the same with less. While productive is doing more with the same. Meaning while either is good for business, the best in the goal is proficient. Meaning I'm doing more with less. That's the crux of our thought here. In other words, you want to have less companies and you'll be able to do more. I've seen this time and time again in agencies and the agencies that understand this makes five times the money. Yes, on average, five times because they are efficient, low expenses. And they have larger books because they are productive, higher revenue, and therefore proficient. They are getting higher revenue with less expenses. This is the ultimate goal. And when I talk about loyal listeners taking a break here, that they have larger books because they are productive, larger books per company. They have less companies and more with each individual company, which allows them to be have higher revenue and be more efficient. They're proficient. So how do you do this? They know who they are and it all starts here. As I mentioned above, they have decided who their customer is and they get laser focused on who that person, organization, or line of business is and what their servicing needs are. Then they build an agency around them. Mom said if you're a jack of all trades, you're a master of none. Most agencies are a master of none because we try to be everything to everyone. The agencies I mentioned above have found that deciding who they are as an agency first then allows them to decide who the client is they want, the services that the client demands, and the companies needed to support that client. On average, 20% of your companies produce 80% of your revenue. Less companies, more productive. Lie number three, if this, then that. This one is a classic lie. I have fallen victim to this one so many times. Once you start to find your agency identity and the client for your agency is best to serve, you will encounter this lie. The client calls you in and wants you to ride his motorcycle. You don't have any other lines of insurance with the client, so you ask why did he just not call his current agent, Auto and Home, and get a quote from them. Regardless of what he tells you, you later find out that he is the owner of a large business in town. And when you do... Here comes the lie that we tell ourselves. I know this is not my ideal client, 
And I know that will only have a motorcycle with my agency, but if I help them with this and I do a good job, then I will get the business or auto or home, right? Wrong. This is very rarely happens. Sometimes the client used us for a reason to put it with you knowing that he or she had no intention of ever giving you an opportunity at their other lines of insurance. But most of the time, the reason you never get it is after writing this is on the agent. You write the motorcycle to help the client and then life happens and the phone rings and you get busy and time goes by and you never call to cross sell the other lines. If you write business this way and, and, and right now are screaming at me because this and that is something you've actually do and earned you the whole account or other lines many times, that's great. But just know you're the exception, like 5% of agents out there. But if you are like the other 95 agents out there, you know what I mean. I love this lie every time the situation arose for 17 years. So the question is, why don't we cross sell that account? There are many reasons why this might be true, but let me give you the big one. The granddaddy of them all. The main reinforcer to this crazy ass lie. It's called discomfort. What? I teach this in commercialized producer sales course. The reason we feel discomfort while prospecting, and it is the same discomfort here, the discomfort is not wanting to interrupt people. I know this seems crazy, but this is a tribal instinct that holds us back in many areas of our life and our sales career. When you interrupt someone, you don't know the response you will get from them. Being disrupted by you and not knowing this causes anxiety and fear in our minds. It's really just fear. It's facts and evidence appearing real. Those are the three little lies. And some of the questions I like to ask out of this is, which one's the biggest lie of all for you? You know, you're probably telling yourself, this can't happen. This is not how we do business in, in, in my town. You know, I have an agency with deep history and this could not work. Right, we, we have to help everybody. These agencies Jason is mentioning are probably in a geographic area that allows these options. Insurance truths are flexible schedule owning your own business with someone in the community and making lots of money. That's universal. These are the insurance truths because these are the lies that we follow. Thank you very much. And I really do. As I started this out, so I started saying by thank you for being a loyal listener. I really do. If, if uh, you're listening to this as, as hundreds of you do on Sunday, um, I want to say to you once again, thank you for being a loyal listener. It means more than you probably know. We've done over 600 of these and we do what we do because we do it for you. At the very beginning, our main motto at Agents Influence, which was the first podcast, said that we are going to give a voice to those who have no voice. And we are going to continue to make change and forward momentum in the greatest industry God ever created. And because of you, we're marching forward. Thank you. Cass is out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. 
here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.